Welcome to the Jolly and Chompy versus the Movies podcast. I am your host, Chompy, joined with my co-host, with a glass of water in his mouth. Jolly! <laughs> I forgot that I needed to say my name first <laughs> before I decided to take a drink. Nailed it. Hi, another week before us. Apologies now that uh, there was yes. a gap in our episodes. We should have really taken yes. a break over Christmas, but we I was stubborn. <laughs> you were stubborn and I was like, okay, fine. And then... And then I was, and then I realized I had to edit. Yeah. And, and then I was like, ooh. Yeah, we recorded what would have been last week's episode the day before it was going to come out, and we just didn't have time to bring it out. So we were like, right, we'll take a break a week, get it back to normal. We should really know what I'm like, where I need longer than a week to find a point in my week to <laughs> sit down and edit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need to. You did it yesterday we morning, though, didn't you? Now. I edited it, edited it yesterday morning, yeah, I did. Normally I would edit a bit during the week yeah. and then finish it off on on a Friday. But instead, I went full ham yesterday morning. Nice. You had it done by the time I... Yeah, I've done about about two two hours, three hours, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty Something good like going. That. It's not bad. It was, it was a very heavily edited episode. Yes, I, I did notice. <laughs> there was so much <laughs> we to edit very, out. Um, we were very um, tired and <laughs> yawny. And whatnot, and yawny, and a uh, couple of interruptions. Yes. <laughs> Those left, <laughs> stayed in there, didn't they? Somewhat left in, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Good though. How's your week been anyway, Jolly? We only my speak now to right. record a, com- a podcast. Yeah. How have, yes. My week's been good. It's been great, actually. Um, oh, it's been great. Why has it been great? It's been great. I don't know. Just feel, I think I've gotten past the New Year slump. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the winter sort of meh. Yeah, now I think I'm hitting now. mine now. I haven't been You're to the gym for now. a week yet because I'm just eating junk food. I think I'll sink, sink up our slumps. Oh, well, I'll try and fix it. I'll go tomorrow. I was going to go today, <laughs> but I like looked out the window and all the roofs of the neighboring houses were like frosted and iced over. I was like, I ain't going out. I ain't defrosting my car. Thing is, that's what I need, I think. Like, if it's just mild weather, I get bored of it. If it's frosty, I'm like, oh. No, I don't want to go out when it's frosty and cold. I like cold. it fresh. I love it fresh. Fresh. Fresh is nice. Mate, it's fresh, crispy. You know when you, like, walk on, like, something oh, yeah, and it morning, just goes... Frozen morning yeah. dew. And you're like, yes. oh. Crunchy that's grass. That's what I need in my life. That is the dream. I look forward to early morning golf with crunchy grass. I've watched a few things this week. You've watched things? Ooh. Madagascar. Yeah. We were just talking yes, about watch that. Madagascar. How long is this going to take? Um, and then I watched Eternals. Oh, I haven't yet. I was going to watch it last night, but I ended up streaming. Oh, okay. And that went on until about three in the morning because I had a raid from Anna and that was a lot of people. So I just kept it going. Word of advice. Yes. It's far too fucking long. What? Eternals. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I saw the runtime this morning at two and a half two hours. Two and a half hours? Could have been an hour and a half. Really? Okay. So de- I'm not a huge fan of this film, not to put you off. No, no, because I, I have low expectations anyway. Because watch it, because I think there are cool bits in it and whatnot. Yeah, but, but not enough to actually warrant the not, runtime of the film and yeah, just the no. film itself. I, I, I did not. It's not something I'm going back to. It's no. not something I'm going to remember that I watched. Nice. When you watch the MCU again, you will leave this one out. Yeah, don't need it. Cool. Not really interesting. There are, like the the most interesting bit for me was the post credit scenes. 
Ah, cool. Those were always quite good, though. Yeah, but there's there's two of them. Because sometimes quite, quite that's what how they like like yes, this is how it's tied in because of this bit of mm. post credit, and it's like okay now. Yeah, no, we'll have to um, discuss a couple of questions I have about okay. that film when you've watched it. I'll try and watch it tonight. If not, I'll definitely watch it tomorrow. Um, well, I, I watched something else, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, I've watched the the third episode of Boba Fett. Oh yes, yeah, so have I. How right. are you feeling now? I'm still, I'm episodes. still like, eh. Still not. It's one of those I'll put on and watch, and that's it. it. It's got a season to to reel me in, but I'm like not that for invested. For me, at the minute, I'm annoyed it's coming out weekly. <laughs> really? See, I'm I'm not fast. Like it comes out on a Wednesday, I might watch it on a Thursday. I'm like, I got nothing I want to watch. I'll put on Boba Fett. That's how I'm feeling about it at the moment. I I mean, I'm quite enjoying it. I I, I don't know why I'm enjoying it. I'm just like, oh. I I could binge this. Cool. No, it's not a binge one for me. It's like The Witcher. I enjoy The Witcher, but it's not a binge one for me. I put it on. Watched The Witcher yet? And it's kind of just there. My mum and brother have been watching The Witcher. Every time I come downstairs, there's some weird naked thing walking around on the the fucking. Nice. Yeah, there's not enough nakedness in this season so far. There was a lot of naked in season one. Yeah, it it was. Yeah, I came into. There's a scene where. Henry Cavill's walking through just a room full of naked people hugging and stroking each other. And, and I was like, okay, do you want me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time I go downstairs and they're watching something, there was this one... You know, do you remember the TV show Bones? Yes. Um, there was one episode about... It, it involved pony play, right? Okay. I don't remember this episode. And I watched it last year. All of it. I came downstairs at the wrong time. <laughs> the wrong time i was like i'm i'm leaving <laughs> goodbye um yeah the, the amount of times i've gone downstairs they're watching some weird shit nice my brother has a an ability to pick out weird films like, yes oh, and then that. watch and then... with your mum <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the amount of times we sat there and we're just like what is this and then one time i trumped them because i made them watch uh swiss army man nice which is a Fucking batshit insane film. It I think is it's on the list. I kind of like how it works. Yep. It's so good. It's it's completely batshit. It is. Yeah. No, what, what have you watched anything apart from obviously Boba Fett? Uh, Bit of Witcher. Started Drive to Survive again on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Just because just, I like the show. I like, I like F1, so it's a good show for me to just fill the gap, the void between the season. The void. The void. What else have I watched? I think that might be it. I don't think I've picked up anything worth or anything. I've been getting through The Simpsons. I started that about six months ago, starting from episode one. I'm on season 19. It's kind of like what I put on, what I eat. It's just in the background, which is... I don't think I've ever gone all the way through The Simpsons. I don't think I've watched every episode. No, I've, what, about season 14, I was starting to see episodes I'd never seen, because that's probably when I stopped watching. Hmm. Uh, and season 19, the opener, marks the standpoint that this occurs now after the Simpsons movie. So I was definitely not watching it at all. So everything is completely new. Yeah. So yeah, no, enjoying that. I think that's all I'm watching. Nothing, it's nothing special. I was, uh, I heard rumors there was a Foo Fighters movie and they released a trailer last week. <laughs> and the face. What? <laughs> the Foo Fighters have made a movie. They've made okay. Is it like Tenacious D, but with Foo Fighters? Yeah, kind of. But it's, it's a horror. 
because they're all big horror fans. So it's going to be like okay. a kind of B-movie cheesy horror. I'm down. Yeah, there is a trailer. I'll link it to you after. This podcast has just become you linking me trailers. Yeah, what did you think of the last trailer, Spider-Man? Spider-Man is the first part two, whatever you want to call it, part one of part two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm excited. It's the same sort of... It's I it made me want to watch Into the Spider-Verse again. Good. Did, which um, You'll probably do that next I week. To, I'm going to put on my to-do list. Hey, Google. <laughs> it's just not going to listen to me. Oh, it did. Remind me to watch Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> don't deserve to get listened to. But I don't think I've watched anything. That might be it. Oh, there might be one thing. Copious amounts of porn. No. Not this week. It's disappointing. Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm lo- loading my phone to see what's <laughs> on my recently watched list. No, my cousin Vinny. Oh no, I haven't. Not that I'm aware of. Anyway, not watched anything. Not watched anything. Do you know what? I haven't gone on for a while. Prime. I haven't looked at Prime for ages, but just because I haven't found anything on there that for eight like over a year. Oh, I, I did don't watch something because I watched something on Prime. Oh, there you go. There we go. Monster. There we go. I watched something. You watched something. Congratulations! I something. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing how someone a part of a movie podcast has watched something. Something I know, right? That's a um. Oh, Charlie's the and Christina Ricci, and it's about a biopic about the serial killer. Oh, I can't think of what her name is. First female serial killer in America. Uh, I have no idea. No, I can't remember. But anyway, it's that biopic. Very good film. Charlie's the I, I is... quite like. Murder. Is it's that weird sort of um I quite like murder. I'm just gonna leave that there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I No, I do <laughs> I like quite m- like murdered biopics, uh documentaries and stuff. Is that yeah. morbid oh, curiosity? I'm obsessed with them. Saves Kev uh, me that's what me and Kev spend a lot of our times doing, watching murder docs together. It's just it's fascinating how it people's is. minds if, just work. Yeah, if you watch the um The Neighbours Next Door, it's on Netflix. Brilliant. Is that the one where he the two kids. Yes. 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 And, yeah. That's in the, good. Without spoiling it. Without spoiling the it. Silo. Yes, that's it. The silo. That's yes, the one. Okay, yeah. Is that yeah. One. That one. I just. Oh, that that one just had me going. I was like, "Where's this going?" Watching it. I was like, "Oh, this has happened." And I was getting such um. Oh my god, Gone Girl vibes from the whole thing. If you've ever <laughs> seen the film yeah. Gone Girl, it's like it's the it's actually that narrative, even though this has occurred after the film. I think. Cannot cannot confirm nor deny. deny no. But no, uh, Monster, worth watching. Um, Charlie Theron is unrecognisable in it. Like, I will never be attracted to Charlie Theron, ever. Because when she did this movie, I saw her in it. Like, I saw a bit, like, half an hour of it when I was younger. And she really committed her body to transforming to be this woman. And I just can't n- never unsee it. And she, considering Charlie Theron is absolutely stunning, I have no attraction to her whatsoever because of this. Because of this film. She really transformed herself. And it's just like, wow, she won lots of awards for, for it as well. She's ruined her chances with you. She's ruined her chances with me, I know. She's, she'll be devastated when she hears this. She, yeah. When she, when she downloads this on Spotify, Google, <laughs> and all the other places you can find podcasts, uh, she, she will... Um... <laughs> I'm using that if I ever do a trailer. Yeah. She'll be very disappointed. Very disappointed. No, no, it's hats off like to do that to yourself. Like people who actors and actresses who really put their body through the ringer to 
physically transforming themselves for a part is like my admiration. Christian Bale is one of those yes, people that transforms between Oof. every like the there was like in between, in between Batman films he's changed to like super skinny. Yeah, he did Batman, then Batman. mechanic, and then back to Batman, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, the mechanic was just like he is stick, fully like, anorexic and yes, I've never actually watched that. No, neither have I. I don't I'm think. aware of it. I, I I think it would make me quite feel quite uncomfortable to watch that. I haven't I haven't actually seen it, but I'll have to sit down one day and watch it. One day we will sit down. One day we will. But no. And enjoy the the mechanic. Oh, some USB just... <laughs> what? <laughs> Fl- flew some around USB your room? Just... <laughs> some ding. USB just disconnected. All uh, right. I was having that yesterday. I had to reinstall... Well, I installed drivers from my motherboard because I wasn't sure whether they had been. It was just being really funky yesterday. Oh, I don't know. Signs up with it. Yeah. Anyway, It'd I need to fun. spend two grand on a new computer. That's well, what like I, need I did. To do. Yeah, you could possibly get it cheaper if you wait. You just won't get a GPU. Thing is, that's the one. That's thing the one thing I need. Yeah, I could get away with just buying a GPU. Just buy a GPU then, and then upgrade my CPU later on to the best I can get on that motherboard. And then yep. hold for a, for a few years. <laughs> that's not going to happen. So jolly. Yes. What have we watched this week? We have watched 1917. Oh, is it is it 1917 today? N- no, 151 maybe. Closest we'll get. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no 19s. Nor is there. There's no nines and no sevens. We're screwed. Yeah, no no ones either. Really, so we're 2022. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not even close to any anything <sighs> on that calendar. It's all fucked. It's all fucked. <laughs> um, now tell that, us about 1917. Would you like a synopsis? I would love a synopsis. Do you want the short one that I'm just going to make up in my head right now because I haven't thought about it? Yes, go for it. Two Brit lads walk cross field, find people. Like it. Save millions, no, thousands of lives. 1,600. Yes. Yes. See, I watched it this morning. It's still I fresh. W- I watched it this morning. It's fresh, but it, I can't remember numbers. <laughs> I was never good at maths. Right, here's the long one. Oh my. Oh my. It's it's a mess. So we'll see how far we get. Okay. I've tried to not spoil too much. So there's bits I've left out and whatnot. It's very much a film I would recommend watching. Oh, absolutely. Before listening. Not because of spoilers, but you just need to... It's a journey you need to go on. It's a, th- this, this film not... is an experience. Yes. It's not just a it's story. It's not necessarily... A, the story isn't the main part of it, I don't think. I wouldn't consider the story. The no, movie. I would fully agree with you there. The story's basic and it's good, but no, the rest of it is what makes this film amazing. Here we go. It's April 6, 1917, one and a half years away from the end of the Great War. Laying by a tree in full gear, Lance Corporal Blake is told to pick a man and bring gear by a sergeant. Blake chooses Lance Corporal uh, Schofield, who is sat leaning uh, against the tree next to him, following the sergeant through the trenches both are informed that the Germans are up to something. And then they go into like a thingy thing, and they're told the general is there. I'm sort of ad-libbing in between the paragraphs here. I just like the thingy thing. The thingy We've thing. We've got into the thingy thing. The thingy thing is like the dugout. a building with... A dugout, that's the one. Thank you very much. General Aaron Moore tells the two boys that they are to travel in uh, to an area that the two believe is controlled by the Germans. Aaron Moore informs them that the Germans have strategically withdrawn back to trick the Allies into pushing forward. The 2nd Devons, the 2nd Battalion of the Devonshire Regiment, 
is going to push forward if these two young men do not make it in time to inform Colonel Mackenzie not to do so. They are also made aware that Blake's brother is stationed there and is a part of the the mission, shall we say, to push, push over the trenches. Schofield is hesitant to start this journey, but with the news involving his brother, Blake is not in the mood to wait. They make their way to the front of the line of their trenches, and on the way it is clear that the two have been at war, uh, been at war for different times. Corporal Blake is uh, very much in the mind of honour in war. Meanwhile, Corporal Schofield is very reserved and is just doing his job and trying to survive. Which I quite like that dynamic. It's like, Blake is still very... the Like, he's... You saw, like, posters for wars and stuff, but they're like, oh, the country needs you, like, you're a hero, whatever else. Whereas, whereas Schofield is very much like, I'm not here. I'm just trying to get, <laughs> I'm trying to get by. Yeah, I'm just get... trying to get to the end. Yeah, he's like talks about, um, he's he went home and he wished he hadn't for a bit of leave because he knew he couldn't stay and said it was the worst thing ever. Yeah, where Blake's yet like excited, he has leave coming up and he gets to see his family. He's like, you're you're gonna hate it, mate. Uh, the two find Lieutenant uh, Leslie, who is my favorite character in this, and he's only in it for about three so, minutes. Yep, yeah, he's the uh, oh yeah, Moriarty he plays, from the um, Sherlock. Yeah show yeah yeah um it's it is just so blatant and and doesn't hide anything but he tells them how to get across no man's land into the empty into the empty german lines uh the two climb up the side of the trenches to face no man's land for the first time schofield stating age before beauty and goes first within the first few seconds of going across man's land schofield cuts his hand on barbed wire which a few moments later plunges into an open wound on a dead body after Blake is startled and accidentally pushes Schofield. This bit, no matter how many times I see it, bleh, <laughs> <laughs> just put in like a just, hand that's got a big gash in it into a dead just, corpse that just gives ooh. way. <laughs> New things. Uh, the pair make it to the German lines to discover the Germans really have gone from the trench. However, upon finding a bucket of still hot ashes, the Germans are not long gone. Now, I didn't want to spoil too much of this bit because it's quite tense and, and it's a good story bit. So, not spoiling that bit too much. Um, the two get into a spot of bother and run through the trenches to escape. After Schofield then exclaims, why did you choose me? Blake replies that he didn't know what he was choosing him for and he thought it would be easy. Both carry on and in conversation exchange a bit of their backgrounds. Uh, they come across a farmhouse in the middle of a field. Schofield feels uneasy about this place. Schofield finds a bucket of milk and a few dead cows, uh, which have been like the theme carries on with like the the Germans destroying things that the the British army or whoever could uh, could use, i.e., food and and whatnot um, in their path. That actually happened. Uh, just to yes throw it yeah, in the uh, helsinki line like wasn't it where the germans retreated in the first world war they destroyed everything between their old line and their new line to make sure they had no supplies yes he finds a, a bucket of milk and a few dead cows and proceeds to fill his canteen with the milk above them are planes dogfighting two versus one with the german plane being the latter the german plane is shot down and crashes into the barn the two lads are in caught in the flaming wreck the boys remove the pilot from the plane to discuss, discuss whether to kill him or not Schofield then runs to fill his hat with water, but Blake's voice is, is heard saying, no, stop it. Schofield turns to see the pilot stab Corporal Blake. In an emotional scene, uh, as Blake is dying in Schofield's arm, Blake asks him to write to his family and tell him the way he needs to go to find his brother. 
just to sort of reassure him that he's going to go find his brother. He's like, tell me. Tell me, do you know the way? Do you know the way? Yeah. Do you know the way to Amarillo? (laughs) (laughs) That's what came into my head then. Captain Smith and his men pass through this farm as Schofield is dragging Blake's body. Smith comforts Schofield and asks him what he was doing out here. And then he obviously explains that he's got to go help stop the... The what's the word? The attack. That's the one. He's got to stop the attack by orders of the general. Smith tells him that they can then take them part of the journey, or he can, they can take him part of the journey because it's just himself now. So he joins the convoy on his journey to I can't remember what town it's called. There, or can I? It's town. I don't do geography. Yeah, uh, the, the town. The, the convoy come across the down bridge, forcing Schofield to then carry on alone through ruins and chaos. Schofield comes across a sniper in a tower and has to traverse through fairly open land to try and get close to the sniper and kill him. As he gets to the tower and walks into the room the German sniper is, both land a shot off of each other. Schofield falls back and we fade to black. It's a bit more intense than that, but it's it's good. Uh, Waking up in the pitch black, Schofield is bleeding from the head and running out of time. Running through the ruins of the town, fending off Germans, he comes across a woman and child, hiding below the ruins. After making friends and reassuring that he is friendly, the woman dresses and attends to Schofield's wound on the back of his head. The woman then tells him that she doesn't know who the child's mother is, and Schofield gives her and the child milk from the barn. And he tries, he initially tries to give her like all the different foods that he's got, and she's like, it's a baby, mate. It can only have milk. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, don't be a, don't be a melon. The journey must continue. Another run and escape from the Germans, Schofield jumps into the raging river, fighting for his life against the water. He is pulled downstream, and once in settled water, he makes for the bank of the river. A faint singing can be heard in the distance. Following the source of this singing, a journey survivor sits down with a sea of young British soldiers listening to this song. The soldiers inform Schofield that they are the Devon's company the people he has been heading towards this entire time. Once he's been told this, Schofield makes one final push through the trenches through hundreds of men looking for Colonel Mackenzie. All the men are preparing to go over the trench. Time is running out. The first wave is is sent over the trench wall along with Schofield as they run towards the Germans he is running alongside the trench. It's that, you know, so there's a bit in this where he's running along the trench and they're all running the other way. So they're running, yeah, not parallel. What's the opposite of parallel? It's not op- opposite to parallels. Uh, opposite, <laughs> but it's not opposite. It's not opposite. You know what I mean? Crisscross. Yeah, they're, they're, like running crisscross. Yes. Yeah, that. Yeah, they're running crisscross. You know when he bumps into that dude? Yes, that's an outtake. Nice. So the actual take that they used is an outtake. He wasn't supposed to run into him. Um, no, I, can I think imagine the they main reason that, was but... it's an expensive take and they went, it works. It does work. It's really well done. He makes it and he tells the uh, he tells the orders to stop the attack to Colonel McKenzie. Schofield implores with the Colonel to read the letter and stop the attack. He eventually does and the attack is called off. After learning, Bra- uh, after learning that Blake's brother... That's really hard to say. Blake's brother. We've got another fat Thor situation here. Blake's brother. After learning that Blake's... After learning that Blake's brother was sent over in the first wave, <laughs> Schofield heads towards the casualty section behind lines. There he finds Blake's brother, informs him of his death, and gives Blake's belongings. Blake's brother asks Schofield his name, and Schofield replies, Schofield. 
William Schofield. Will. It's the first time we ever hear his first name. So it's one of the only first names we hear throughout the entire film. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's all cool. It's all um, Grant Blake and yeah, and surname. Don't want to be too attached in the in the trenches, literally. <laughs> yeah, and asks his permission to write to his family, and that Blake saved his life and how much of a friend he was. the The film ends with um, sat by the tree. William Schofield looks out in an empty field, pulls out pictures of his family. Pretty much ends same way it started. Yep, except for he's alone, not with Blake yeah, this time. He's alone. But, and now he's missing his family and wanting to go home. So he's had a bit of a journey and he's he's not just trying to survive now, he wants to go home. I left quite a lot out in that synopsis just because... No, you did. I think it's it's a good film to sit down and watch. It's not necessarily it really is. about the story as much as it is... the. The journey. <laughs> no, it's a, the journey. It's very um, visually, it's amazing. It is uh, the cinema cinematography in this film is out for me. That is what the film is, is. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a visual sort of. What's that? It's, a, it's a more yeah, it's a very good visual experience. Visual narrative. Yes, it's done Maybe. so well. Very well. The, the 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 cinematographer got like forty one awards or something for it. Yeah, Roger Deacon, I do believe. He's got made many awards before, but yeah, they had to make so much technology to try and do the shots they were trying to do. Yeah, because... And he developed it, and yeah. It's shot to look like it's all in one take. Yeah. It's done so so well. I think there's only one part where it's obvious, and that's where he's knocked out, and if it goes to black, that is the only part you will go... And realise the film has stopped here. Yeah. And that is the only part in the film where there is a breakage of time. If you're really Everything looking else... for them, you can sort of point some of them out. But yeah. you certainly cannot point out the 34 of them that there are. Are there any four, 34 There's cuts? only 34 with an average take time of three minutes. Wow. I know the longest take time was nearly nine minutes yeah. long. The shortest one A is like 39 time. seconds or something like that. Yeah. Just that. that's that's incredible it's insane they considering did... films normally have like yeah cuts of in the thousands yeah. to have 39 is insane 34 34 even more insane that's crazy that's the what yeah an average of, of three minute takes they um they rehearsed for like six months uh the be- actors yeah, yeah came before they you even... would have to to yeah. Particularly, that all everything in. would have to be particularly planned to try and do it because they they had to use natural lighting mm. because that was one of um, Roger Deakins' big problems. He said in a, a interview, I was saying is like there was no way, especially in the it, in some of the bits, not too bad. It was the in the trench scenes, which is quite a bit of the movie. There was no way to do lighting there, and it's like so the decision was made. They will j- largely use natural lighting. Which is... And they would shoot the film in story order, which is very rare to do. So I think they were only given one set of clothes each as well, and they had to make it last. And there there were spares just in case they had to do a retake, which they did, but I don't think they needed to use the clothes. They did. There was one... So I've got... There's a there's one scene, and it's such a small thing that they had to... It's There's a lighter... In one of the scenes. With uh, your favourite character, with Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. That kept failing. It couldn't 
wouldn't go on cue for whatever reason. Um, and they wasted most of a day shooting that one scene just because this one lighter wouldn't work properly. <laughs> yeah, because they'd have to go get all the extras back to yep. position. The lighting, and start they'd off have from to wait however, for the lighting to be right. Yep. Yeah, and the weather was changing constantly. They had like so much spare equipment for if it started raining. Mm. If thunder started, because like we need to keep going because we're on a sh- short schedule. Nothing was allowed to stop them, really. I, I can't imagine the amount of effort that went into it. Like, oh, it's like a gargantuan technical achievement. Yeah. It's, just, it's brilliant. So well shot. I You can see that the, the director had like a vision. I was like, right, this is what I want. Yes. And then I imagine like the amount of that, people he went to, like, yeah, I want to make a film that looks like it's all done in one shot. Uh, actually, it's so he didn't have to approach anyone. Oh, really? He was given free reign. Yeah. So he directed um, 007 Skyfall. And then Spectre. Yeah. Pretty much back to back. Like, did that. He won awards. Like, Spectre won loads of awards. Even for a James Bond movie, it won awards. It probably shouldn't have won. <laughs> or you would think that kind of movie should, shouldn't be winning, but it was a really good movie and very well made. So the production company said, here you go. You can go to, and do any project you want. And he was sat down. Apparently, he spent six months reading through scripts and nothing was captivating him. And then one of the writers he's worked with before turned around and said, write your own story. He goes, I don't know what. He goes, I've got an idea I want to shoot in a kind of style. Mm-hmm. And they were like, right, start with that and then just put a story in. So he did. And that's how it. That's how this one came about. It's his first writing credit as well. Oh, really? Yeah. He, yeah, he didn't do any writing. He has a writer. He worked with Catherine something or other. And she did the James Bonds for him and stuff. It is very much like a, a uh, yeah, visual and the journey and the, the sort of... It's very much a visual storytell. Yes. Especially um, in the second half, because it's just one character. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I got hardly, with not a lot of dialogue because yeah, he's on his own. Hardly ever talks. So it's done, yeah. it's. Um, but you're there and you're feeling his pain because shooting it in real time, making it seem seamless as a one-shot film it's so immersive mm. you get because there's no breakage of time you're just going and it's deployed like this non-stop heart-pounding suspense and like in other films you get suspense then you get a break because something you're getting like these sub stories going on mm. uh or other narratives just b- to break it up a bit but this doesn't for mm. there's only one part there's in one, the film one story and you're following that yeah where the suspense kind of stops and that's where Blake dies. Yeah. Because it's not suspense anymore. It's this emotional journey you're on. It, it goes from, from um, not necessarily a journey, from from a journey to sort of determination. Yes. To to get something it's, done for... for there is a countdown going, and you were very aware of that countdown. Yeah. There is a time. There is a time. Expiration it's got to be done. And we, we've got to be rushed, and you feel that all the way through. And you can, towards the end, you sense him sort of giving up. But then he sort of yes. falls into the the arms of where he needed to be, which is very handy. But uh, no, it's really good. I, I I absolutely adore this film. No, so do I. It's very good. Just yeah, just a great achievement of cinema. Hundred percent. What it shows as well is is a lot of the the factual elements of it, the amount of research that went into it. We know yep. what the no. Germans did, and the fact that their trenches were so much better than uh, than ours yeah do you know why that is 
Why is that? Uh, it's because they went because they went into the war prepared and knowing it was going to take a long time. Where the Allies went into the war in like September of nineteen sixty nineteen fourteen nineteen fourteen yeah nineteen fourteen September nineteen fourteen expecting to be done by Christmas. Whoa. And Germany where Germany went in going, right, we need to be prepared for five to ten years, if not longer. So the Germans brought in electricity, so they had lighting. Yeah, they had lighting. They brought in beds and they had all kinds of facilities. There's even concrete like laid out and it's just like what? Whereas ours is yeah, all like we're, wood. We're expecting to go in for two, maybe three months and be done. Which is it's optimistic. Very. And then four years later it's done. But then there was never, I say there's never been a war like that. There has, but there has. you think there's only two wars that we would consider world wars. Yes, because there has been only two world wars. Yes. Where World War One was more of a world war than yeah. World War Two, because it was fought everywhere. Yeah. Australia was fighting, Afri- they were fighting in Africa, in India. There was no continent with exception to Antarctica. Where there was not conflict. Obviously, originally called the Great War. The Great War. As the American president declared the war to end all wars. Which, that worked, didn't it? That worked. Well, that's how he got Congress to um, to actually opt into the war. Because America stayed out of it because they wouldn't, the Congress wouldn't um, sign off on us, them going to war to support the, the Allies. Americans not going to war... Okay. Oh no, they they still helped. They just did it on the just, back seat. They supplied the us end. with money, supplies, resources. Yeah, we were in debt for a yes. very long time. <laughs> we only recently got rid of our debt from World War Two, didn't we? Oh, did we? Yeah. Uh nice. on certain bits, I think. I think it was to do with ships and stuff. Okay. From... That makes sense. I can't remember. It might be America or Australia, I can't remember which. Possibly Australia, America, I don't think supplied us ships. No. They supplied us with some aircraft, but we did have to pay. Yeah. And that was, they had to take them to Canada, if I remember. Because about, yeah. I'm trying to remember oh, history here, and I can't remember anything. Yeah, so am I. We have Roosevelt, that's the president of the time, Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. He, again, wanted to get Good into the fight, but Congress wouldn't let him. So he did it as a kind of backhand deal where they're. At like they did in World War One, but they had to send the supplies to Canada, and then they could be sent over. Yeah, I'm t- I, I can't remember yeah, who this, this debt was with, but I'm pretty sure it was only only finished like either a couple of years ago or, or something. That'd be interesting. Sorry, I had a text from Mum. Let me know food was ready. Food, food. But now, great film. Great Beautiful event. Film. I think the only historical inaccuracies the times. It says April six. Doesn't it? Yes, April sixth. The date 19. it occurs, which is the day America got into got into the game, but not the day where the Germans retreated back to the Helsinki line. Oh, is that any? was like the yeah, it's like the beginning of February to mid March is their push when they did it. Oh, okay. And I think there was a first push not towards the end of March, but wasn't in April. So that's the only inaccuracy, is the date. But the rest is very, very factual. It's the fact, it's the fact that it's like a, it's still got another year and a half before that war ended. Yeah. 
It's just like, oh. That, as uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character say, it, it was going to come down to last man standing. Yeah. So it, it was down to the Americans coming in and just giving us troops to push with. It's what we needed. So thank you, America. Yeah, yeah thanks, America. It, it, that was all it was. You've given America. us Twinkies in the First World War. Yes. You helped with the First World War. Yeah. You helped resolve it with your manpower because you're like making lots of babies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, were condoms invented then? Uh, I have no idea when that... There, there were like medieval versions oh, of yeah, there were, these things, like sheep intestine and stuff. So possibly. Yeah, there must have been. Maybe not. Yeah, there must have been. Sandwich bag or something. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. But no. Yeah, I was talking about this the other day with um, a colleague. Don't ask why we were talking about this. Right. It was a Jasper Carrot sketch about yeah jurex and sellotape right right sellotape here is sellotape your sticky tape that you use for sticking things down right wrapping your presents yeah. and sealing them in australia sellotape spelt with an s not a c okay is condoms it's like a it's like jurex is for us yeah right i know there's like the port like a thing it was on a film once, and it's like this man with a girl, and oh, he's brought her home. They're about to do the deed, and he's got no condom, so he's like, he gets some cellophane and some sellotape and makes his own kind of thing. But that's that's the only thing I know of. <laughs> the only association with sellotape and contraception I'm aware of. Uh, you know how you said uh, when Skulls Schofield even fell over, and that was the, that wasn't meant to happen, and that's the shot they kind of took. Yeah, there was loads of little bits in the film where thing like blake and schofield kept bumping into people especially in the trenches mm. there was a rule in on set that was once they called action they're not allowed to stop no matter what yeah. until the director said cut considering because like they're trying to do it as a one shot and they're trying to do it in as little takes as properly possible and there's a lot of elements against them so it has to be done then and there and so there's like so many bits where they're interacting with other people unintentionally. I suppose it would make it feel way more natural as well. Yeah. I think that's definitely. why it's so easy think to get invested in it. Definitely. I think uh, in that first trench bit where they're leave, leaving Colin Firth's character and going trying to get to the front of the line and they're bustling through, I think Schofield is knocked down by a soldier on accident and he just has to get up and hurriedly catch up. Hmm. Good. Is. What is... Your favourite scene of the film? I didn't even think about this. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know. I Visually, yeah. it's the bit with the burning church and stuff. Okay. So he's nice, running yeah. through the ruins at night and whatnot. That's visually my favourite scene. Visually? No, that is a beautiful scene with the flares going off, creating the lighting as well. Yeah. And then I think in terms of actual like story, I suppose... Just the little thing of the the truck getting stuck in the mud. Yep. And just them him getting them all and sort of just band together and just do it. Yeah. And get it on. They can see he's distressed and yeah. he's there's a great urgency about the, him. So that, it's like, all right, boys, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's that whole like sort of mentality of we're in this together. We get this done. Yeah. I think that's yeah, I like that. those those two are my sort of favorite for, uh, scenes for for different reasons. What's yours? Uh the death scene. Yeah. 
because it breaks the tension but creates new tension. And it's like the stab, like Blake gets stabbed. And you think to this point, he's the main character. Yeah, you do. As well, because it's about him. He's leading the charge. Schofield's being a bit of a snob and a bit of a git. He's desperate to go save his brother and save all these people. And then all of a sudden, he's stabbed off screen. You hear it, but you don't see it because Schofield's getting water. And then you turn to him screaming. Uh, Schofield shoots the German. I mean, they've just saved this man as well. Mm. And yeah, and at first you think, oh, it's like they're going to bandage him up and they're going to push on and they're going to do it together and Schofield's going to step up. It doesn't play out like that. And it kind of like drops and it dawns on them both like this is happening. And like we watch this entire process that feels like it's an eternity, but also far like a far too quick moment as well. And it's just very jarring and unsettling. And just a death that is just so intimately played out. It's quite harrowing. Yeah, it's very, it's easier for me to watch now. Like, fourth time in, I think. But even then, I'm like, jeez. Yeah, I think this is my third watch. First time I watched it, I watched it with you, but I had to keep... Yeah. ...jotting uh, off and on the phone. First time I watched it, I was like, oh, fucking hell. That, it really, like, poof, hits you. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. Yeah, it does. You just don't see it coming. You're like, oh, I need to get past this person who was... Grumpy at the beginning. Yeah. I need to get behind him. <laughs> now, I need to get behind him, yeah, and then he sort of... He grows on you. He does. He does grow on He grows you. on us in the silence, because he doesn't have that many words. <laughs> Till General McKenzie! <laughs> yep. That's it. Where's General McKenzie? No, I'd say that's mine. If if it's not that scene, it is the, just the cinematography of the film, because yeah. it's it's amazing. The hot, it's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, like, the amount of times we'll say it in this, that it's visually fucking amazing. It's visually fucking amazing, which is why I've it said really fucking is. watch it, and I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's worth, um, once you've watched it, going on YouTube and finding the featurettes of yeah. how they did it. Yeah, yeah Cause, for oh, sure. That, it's brilliant, because they learned some tricks. They looked at, um, have you seen the one-shot scene from Children of Men? Where they're in yes. a Land Rover and it's going down Isn't and that like the then they're attacked. Uncut scene. No, it's cut. Is it cut? There are there are multiple cuts in that. It's just edited so perfectly <laughs> so well, well, you don't see it. And that's where Sam Mendes got a bit of the inspiration for the technique. Yeah. He's like, because I can't do a two-hour movie uncut. I remember, but I can use his technique. I remember watching that film, Children of Men. Children of Men. Children of Men. That's it. And I'd watched that scene for the first time, and I'm just going. When's the last time we cut? It sort of half <laughs> took me out, but then also I went, this is amazing. This, yeah, I love uh, this style. Like, Yeah, no, I do. I actually watched the film because I saw on a YouTube video, like the best one shots, and that was on there. I was like, I want to hmm. watch this film now. I want to see how that I, plays I out really properly, not in a 30 again, second clip. And yeah, it's Add really it good. Add <laughs> it to the list. It's the only film I can, well, one of probably two films I can stand with Clive Owen in. Oh, really? Yeah, I just not don't a fan. like him. Not a fan. He doesn't do it for me. But yeah, no, it's brilliant. I haven't got anything written else written down, actually. No. Uh, I've quite got... Quite yeah, they dug about just shy of a mile's oh, yeah, worth of trenches. Just shy of a mile, yeah, I've got that as well, yeah. Which is... <laughs> That's a long way. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. It's like 5,200 like... feet or something. Oh, it's it's a lot. Right. It's a lot of that bloody a lot of... digging. Yeah. 
and going. I just like they had this thing. They had this um, saying on set, and it was um, the scene is as long as the land we have, and the land is as long as the scene. And that's how they had to do all their working out of how they they'd film their scenes on every shot. It's like we have to work out how long it's going to take us to play out the scene and how far through this bit of land that we have allocated to us we get and what we can do with it. I, I have one more and that's it. It is Tom Holland was in talks to play Blake originally. Really? Yes. I don't know how I feel about that. No, nor do I. I don't know. That would have taken me out, I think. <laughs> what I like about this film, other than um, Schofield, yeah, most people and uh, Moriarty, <laughs> whatever his actual name is, yeah, um, and Benedict Cumberbatch, most of them are are fairly not unknown, but not yeah, they're not mainstream actors or anything. Not no, mainstream I like that actors, as well. And which the mainstream gives actors you the element of like these people could have been anyone. Yeah, absolutely, which especially in World War One. Yes, very I mean, much in World War Thirteen-year-olds fake their name to get a fight in the war. Yeah. Yeah, and that scene where he he go, uh, follows the singing voice. Yes, and there's just a sea of teenagers. Yeah, ready to go over, just like singing their last song before they go over the fucking trench. It's just like, yeah, that that was World War One. Like, yeah, it was no, just no, I, kids. It was. Uh, I remember when we learned it in history, and they were like, "Oh, some of them would be not much older than you," and I just thought that's really cool. Back yeah. in the day, I, I yeah, could have been, you know, could've 14 years old and go off to war. And I, I think it didn't dawn on me, uh, you know, the Battlefield game, Battlefield 1, that's set in the World War 1. Yeah. And, you know, you do that first opening bit and you're just kind of fighting through. And if you die, you just play it someone else. But, a name but it gives you a name and, and a, their age and the date they died. And one of them was like 15. And I mm. stopped and I just looked at my screen and I went, ouch. Yeah. Yeah, I just it took I, that. It I really had the exact same reaction me. to that because I was probably what? Yeah, this is what. When did that come out? Four or five years ago? So something like that. So I'm like dying as these people that were younger than me, anyway. And then there was this one. It's like, dude, you're a baby. You shouldn't be yeah. there. And it really dawned on me. Yeah, it's World War One, really. It was yeah. a part of World War Two. World War Two, I don't think was as they, they still young. They were still young. Did, yeah. Because they were like, it was... yeah, it was a very, um, I remember writing something, a part of this from my history exam when I was a kid. It was a very, no not just a noble thing to do, to sign up and go to war to fight for your country. It was a, um, oh, I can't think of the word. It will come back to me at some point. It was a honor. There was a lot of honor in it. And it was be, a, yeah. you know, you'd I'd... be a big, you'd be a big dog on around the lands. Like, oh, they've gone off to war. They're a hero. It's very like sort of in Blake's mind. So I think obviously I think Schofield's obviously been there longer. Um yeah. and Blake is very much like I'm gonna be a hero to the country. I'm gonna have medals and shit. Whereas Schofield's like no, I'm just gonna survive. Like I'm no hero. I'm surviving. I wanna he didn't want to he was saying he didn't want to go home because he'd have to leave again. Which was his whole like and it's like yeah, they there was kids leaving home. <laughs> but like you know here i am almost 27 still at home <laughs> <laughs> um, child 
I've not got any more trivia on that or any... No, Tom Holland, that's it. I think the only thing I would like, if he did come into the movie... Oh, voice going. Every time. Every time. uh, Would be, I'd actually see him in a movie with his actual English accent. Yeah, that's true. That's about the When I read that, I I was like... The amount of times I forget that he's English. Yeah. Till he's on, like, doing interviews. It's like, oh, yeah, look, listen to the little Cockney boy. (laughs) Little Cockney boy. Little Courtney boy. Um, yeah, I've got uh-huh. nothing else. No. And as you said, I do like how main characters are pr- relatively unknowns and you've got these really big stars in Benedict Cumberbatch, Colin Firth, um, the guy. And they show up for a very Kingsman. Small yeah, they have these very small roles. Oh, and Richard Madden from um, Kingsman. He's in Eternals. He's in. He's Blake's brother. He's in. Oh, right, um, yeah. Uh, Game what of Thrones. Else is he in? Game, yes, he is in Game yes. of Thrones. He's also, so is Blake as well. He's in, so, um, which is just nice serendipitous casting that the brothers are actually that word again is linked. Yeah, serendipity and everything. That's why I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got nothing else. Um, which brings us blockbuster rhymes. So blockbuster rhymes. I have been trying to think about this. The only thing, I, there's two. Right. Okay. Either Benedict Cumberbatch's character. Okay. Yeah. That would have just been fucking hilarious. Would have been. Or the singing one in the in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Buster Rhymes busted some rhymes. And <laughs> that's the only two that I can think of. Uh, I'd I'd maybe have him as one of the guys in the back of the van. After Blake's died and he meets yeah. up, I'd have him in there. But he'd be a really tortured person and he'd look ragged and haggard. And he'd be the one that actually rallies everyone then to help him when, to push the truck when it's stuck. That's who I'd, I'd have him yeah, as. maybe. And then, of course, they can't get him unstuck. He's like, back off. And he does a karate chop on it and then it just pushes it out. <laughs> <laughs> Or the and, baby. Or <laughs> can you imagine? It's dreadlocks on the baby. <laughs> oh, amazing! Yes, oh, the baby. No. That's it. That's the yeah, winner. That's it. The one. The baby. All right. Buster Rhymes is the baby. That's how you improve this film. Amazing. Director, listen to us. Have Buster Rhymes is the baby. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just edit. Do a George Lucas. Just re-edit George Lucas. It. So next time we watch it, Buster Rhymes is the baby. I swear oh, to God, an extended cut where Buster Rhymes' head's just <laughs> CG'd on the fucking baby. Oh, amazing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you give this out of 10? Oh, fucking hell. This is going straight for a nine, mate. Or is the same? Why are we I'll, always I'll, the same? I was going to be 8.5 to nine. Oh, mate. Just easily a nine. It is. It's such a. Oh. It, it, it's a testament that I've watched it four times. It is actually yes, and it only came out two years ago. That's once two every six ago. months. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a lot for me. It is. Normally we're talking like six years before I rewatch <laughs> something. Let alone six months. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, it came out in 2019. So about 2020, 2021. Came out in yeah about November 2019. Yeah, so we've had about two. They and a half filmed years it in May 2019. It's gonna be 
May. Yeah, nine for me, I think. Gonna be May. Yep, and it would be like 8.59 for me, so we'll call it a nine. Call it a nine? Well, we'll call it 8.75. 8.75 for going to death? Yeah. So I was thinking earlier, I was like, at 8.9, but we haven't done, we, we, we've we only done round. Yeah. 8.75, so that's still round. Point, yeah, that's, yeah, but it's in between our two. Yes. That's, that's how we do That's it. a good right. one. Screw you, Rotten Tomatoes. What you need our, is ours. Definitely. Our opinions matter the most, right? It does. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 last thing I'll say on the film is it's a fucking amazing film. Watch it. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Watch them. Yeah, it's very film. good. Just for the visuals. Which brings us. I feel like this has gone very quickly, but I'm looking at the time. Yes, I've looked at the time. It's like, oh, it's an hour. <laughs> it's I felt like hour. it was a quick, short one as well. But yeah. Time flies um, when you're having time. podcast. It does. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Time Flies podcast. It is is your choice next week. It is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go really out there. I'm going for a film I have never seen and you have never Ooh. seen. I'm, I'm okay. sure you haven't seen anyway. So this is new. Is any recently come out? Mm-hmm. So we're going to go for it. It's going to be new. I have. N- I know nothing about it. Apart okay. all I know is it's a bit of a slow burner, but really, is really good. Okay. The Power of Dog on the Netflix. Power of Dog. It is a western with Benedict Cumberbatch, and it actually looks like it's a proper western because everything looks like dirty and gritty, and no one is clean looking, which is what I like. I've never seen this. I've never heard of it. No, and it's, it only came out about a month or so ago. Not long. So there's not not a lot to know. I know nothing about it. Other than Max told me, slow burner. But I was like, yep, yeah, it's on my list anyway. Oh, that's added we're to going, my list. We're going out there for, for number six. Out of the blue. Number five, uh, number six. Uh, this will be episode five, so this will be episode six. For number six. Going we're out there. We're two thirds of the way of being a Star Wars. <laughs> Woo! Screw you, George. <laughs> <laughs> we're hating on George today. No, we're not. Yeah, just that. No, we're well, See, yeah, well, we said George Lucas needs to put... <gasps> George, next time you um, remaster the entirety of Star Wars again, just make sure every character is Buster Rhymes. <laughs> I would just make Jar Jar Binks Buster Rhymes. That, oh. That's how you improve... <sighs> Jar Jar Binks. That's how you solve a problem like Jar Jar. Buster Buster Binks. Buster Buster Binks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note. Uh, oh my god. Where can it... the people find us, Jolly? <sighs> they can find us at versus No. No. <sighs> at JC versus the movies. On Twitter. Fucking hell. There we go. And versus the movies, no JC versus the movies, or or, or oh, fucking Jesus Christ, mate! I'm kill is me that what, Is that what the JC stands for? Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Christ versus the movies versus the movies. What it is is <laughs> right on that note. Pop it. It's been a pleasure. We got the power of dog next. We do. Hope everyone has a nice week. Hope everyone yes. had had a lovely week. And hopefully you enjoyed 1917. If you watched it, if you haven't, hopefully you want to watch it. If you haven't watched it, you're an idiot. Right, and if you don't want to be an idiot, watch it. Right, this is true. It's just plain simple, isn't it? It is. And next week, the power of dog. Yes, and I know nothing about it, so it's going to be an interesting one. Benedict Cumberbatch has a beard, so it's it's got to be. There we go. Decent. Wonder if he says penguins. Penguins. I don't think there's many penguins in uh, the West. I reckon that that's what it needs. Penguins. 
Maybe Pened- Benedict. Benedict. Maybe it should be in the Power of Penguins. Power of Penguins. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh, I'm going to make this movie now. It's like Power happy of Penguins. Feet, a Western. There. Western. A Western Happy Feet. That's what I need. Oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> right? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Do check it's us. It's time to say goodbye. Enjoy yourselves. Live life. Prosper. And don't shit yourself. <laughs> that is good advice. I second that. <laughs> Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.